Union of the Unknowns, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of modern culture, presents a weekly digest of current events that may have slipped past your radar. This is not your mama's news. Welcome to another episode of Unity Unknowns presents Not Your Mama's News, where we go over topics and stories from the past week that interest us in this clown world that we all live in. Welcome, everybody. With us today, you have myself, I will be hosting. And then ladies first, we have Jacqueline. Hello. Hello. And we have Stella with us. Hey, everyone. And the fellas, we have our buddy, Keel Thor. How are you, Keel? I'm doing well. Good. We have America's sweetheart with us, Justin. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. And we have a new member um, for Not Your Mama's News. He has not been on before, and we would like to welcome Brucey. Hey, everybody. Thank you for having What's me. What's up, Brucey? All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us and we're going to get right into it. And kicking off our first story is Justin. Hey, yeah. Um, So I just got a real quick uh, bit of news to put a smile on everyone's face because who doesn't love a bit of schadenfreude? Uh, (laughs) Our great, uh, you know, barriers of free speech over at Twitter now that Elon Musk is buying them. Uh, the Guardian's headline, Elon Musk plans to cut 75% of Twitter staff if he takes over the company, which is weird because I feel like that's weird phrasing because shouldn't it be when he takes over the company? But I digress. What was uh, the percentage on that? 75, three quarters. Oh, Clean That's house. what I thought when you first said it. That's just the fake accounts, isn't it? Right. Well, it's, I mean, honestly, there's not much difference from bot accounts and the people that work at Twitter. (laughs) Bots, NPCs. What's the difference? Yeah, then you have uh, uh, Carl Tobias, uh, who says Twitter appears to be rudderless, on a bit of a downward spiral, and has only been exacerbated by Musk, so... Uh, I don't know who this guy is, but I'm happy that he's not happy. <laughs> but yeah, he say he's pl- uh, apparently Musk is planning on uh, bringing Twitter down to a you know skeleton staff of two thousand people from uh, seventy five hundred, and uh, now they're just worried that if you lose all these people, how are we going to prevent Russian disinformation? And ban you for saying uh, okay, groomer. So it's just a little bit of you know, something that put a smile on your face. How what? He's probably going to automate a lot of it and add more bots into it, but more bots to be able to control stuff and replace what a lot of the humans are doing that can't do. Either that or maybe. He's going to put his Neuralink chip inside their brains so that way they can keep their jobs. They'll accept that. And then technically at this point in time, they wouldn't be considered employees. They would just be considered, you know, part human, part Android. And so maybe that's it as well. I don't know. The reason that he agreed to buy Twitter because there was a court battle uh, that he 
gave in to and said, okay, I'll just buy it for $44 billion. Um, apparently, he said that he was doing it so that he could add it into, I think he called it like the everything or something, which uh, I didn't look into it real deep, but it sounded like uh, it was like his version of the metaverse. Uh, but uh, yeah, so Ashley says it's the X app. What is the X app? I guess we'll have to wait and find out, but it sounds like it's everything. Anything and everything. Yeah, I'm with Jackie I, on that uh, original thought that you said about um, that it is, it's going to be a lot of it's going to be automated. That was my very first thought was, okay, down to 2,000, just enough to sort of keep the bots running, really. That was just my instant mm, thought. So, yeah, I align with what yeah. you said there. Possibly. Well, I imagine, if yeah. anything, he would be just using the um if he does like the tweets coming out to train some sort of ai um because i feel mm. like if he actually got a hold of twitter and then he kept going on with the same nonsense a lot of people would just leave because elon buying twitter was kind of their last refuge of you know not being like just fuck this place but i'll i'll just i'll just throw in one more quick thing you know because we, I, I, I'll, I say we, but really, I, I, I can't speak for anyone else. I hate these uh, mm. horrible, horrible people that want us dead. And in the first paragraph of, I guess it's the Guardian's mission statement, uh, is in recent polls, American voters rank threats to democracy as the most important issue facing the country. At a time of climate <laughs> collapse, inflation, and a pandemic, this is a remarkable statement on the fragility of America's fundamental rights and freedoms. It is just right. like, it, it really means nothing. That right. whole push for democracy thing is straight out of, I don't know, I can't really quote it because I can't say I've read it, but I've read bits of the, you know, the communism manifestos, that kind of thing. It's just right. it's always the same tactic. Like the report from because Iron I Mountain. thought we lived in a republic mm. and not a democracy. Yes. I hate that they push that all the time. I mean, mm. somebody has a, a big giant sign in their front lawn down the street from my house that says, "You have to vote for Democrats to save our democracy." I'm talking like a billboard. Mm. Wow. Wow. You should and put that- an X out of it that says Republic, and then put an X over Democrat that says Libertarian. I'm not even going anywhere near that sign. I don't even like driving by. And you're in the free state. <laughs> Take a detour. Yeah, there's like bat. They got battles. They've got their Democrat signs, and then the guy two 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 houses down has all his Republicans, and you can tell Trump they're 2024. They're, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all that's the New Hampshire <laughs> New Hampshire primary stuff right now. So it's all the uh, the primary things. They don't have their their presidential stuff up there yet, but I'm well, sure that's me- coming. Let me ask you, how is the Free State Project going, doing as far as getting libertarians elected? Uh, getting them elected, not that good. That's what I had a feeling. Are your Republicans <laughs> at least decent? I, I don't know. It's, got, it's, it's all divided up into the, you know, they've got, they can label every one in every state that's a Trump. You know, the Trump supporter, this guy's the bad guy because he's with Trump. And those are usually the more popular ones of the Republicans because they've, they've got the Trump the trump team behind him but i don't know i can't i can't make it really is at this point like i don't even care about you know the right wingers i just like i'm gonna take whatever position it is to piss off 
the you know crazy nut job woke tards uh, yes. as much as I can. Can like, I just tell you guys that I set my mom up with her new insurance today? I mean, yesterday, and uh, pushing her from like an HMO to a PPO because you have more flexibility with that. And uh, she was like, I'm sorry, but I have to ask this. And she said, does she, does your mom identify as, how does she identify? <laughs> uh. And I was like, I uh, just don't want to answer that question. I mean, she identifies as a human being. And then the lady was like, so understanding. She just started <laughs> laughing. She's like, I'm sorry. I have to ask this. She's like, I understand. I was like, uh, it is like everything inside of me did not want to answer that question. Like, yeah, totally. My mom, I came out of her vagina. Like when, you know, yeah, back she's in got like one. <laughs> what do you 70 mean? something. So, I don't know. They can figure out what she freaking identifies as. You know what I mean? Like I literally called her my mom. And the so fact that you're standing there and exist huh? says a lot. The fact that you're standing so there and actually Phyllis? existing. Yeah. Uh, sort of says so a lot. The lady felt really bad. Like she didn't want to say that, but like it goes in comparison to like everything else. I'm like, what does she identify as? I understand why they have to ask that, but I just, I just, everything inside of me just couldn't answer it. I was like, you know what I, just, I just, I felt like I was submitting to the atrocities and the uh, asinine shit that was happening nowadays. I just couldn't do it. It reminds me of those uh, things where you've got to prove that you're not a robot by identifying the traffic light things and, you know, how many buses are in this. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not a robot. What more do you want? Well, I'll say I think that's so, what the forms are going to be. It's going to be human or robot. What do you identify as? That's like if, maybe 2050. Oh. If anyone, I just, I, I would just mock and ridicule them. Um, if anyone told me that I had to ask someone what they identify as, as part of my job, I would find a new job. Right. That's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not going to degrade myself for money. And I mean, I will, I, I will degrade myself, but just not in that way. Like, I'll, <laughs> if, if for the right price, I'll go gay for pay. By choice. As, but, I mean, that's just a step too far, man. That's too far. Yeah. Agreed. I am, I'm a human being with a soul. All a degraded right. human being, but I am a human being. He had to trim his mustache. <laughs> Don't say that, Stella. If Hopefully. He's shaven, I'm gonna Hopefully. Freak out. Hopefully he's going to trim his mustache. One can only hope. I'm sure his wife feels the same. Let's go and wax it. But no, he didn't trim it. But his wife did marry him, knowing that he is a Renaissance man. So, yes, I'm sure that's what she thought when uh, we got hitched. <laughs> that's what she thought. No, I'm sorry, Jackie. Please go ahead now that my good friend Kielthor is back. You know, I, it went from from being Kielthor to everyone's sweetheart to Justin, but Kielthor used to be something, but apparently he lost that role, whatever it was. Oh, All right. He grew it out. Kielthor the Renaissance man. It grew out like his mustache. I hope <laughs> okay. that sticks. I am going to put us back on track. So here's the question. Kiel, did you want to finish commenting on Justin's how far, story? How much you, did you guys hear? 
you were saying, did I imagine reading a story and then we thought you got beheaded? <laughs> we thought you might have had something. I, I remember reading a story some some point about somebody was creating an AI from all the different tweets. Like they were creating this this like uh, cumulative human comment AI or something like that or am I like, making that like up? a character or something that wouldn't surprise me one bit you say I haven't heard that but I can't I would be surprised if it wasn't happening so. yeah was it I think uh, creating something Keel I don't know if anybody ever did it it just I seem to remember somebody saying that that was a, a potential future thing that that Twitter could do is but, is collect all of the comments and then somehow use that as a database of knowledge for an, an artificial intelligence. Yes, I think that I, every I think that everything we put on online is actually training AI. Every yes. single thing. Yes. But if it's, we've learned anything from other AIs that have been trained publicly, is that one hundred percent of the times the AI are going to come out incredibly and hilariously racist. <laughs> I've noticed that. Every time it happens, it's it's either like spouting out white supremacy or you know just just the the most hilarious things ever. It's well, gonna have to censor itself. There, there, yeah, for sure. The white um, supremacy filter. There is an account on Twitter that I was following, um, or at least bookmarked some of their stuff that was doing art that way, and they uh, said that they created a demon, basically an AI art demon, and um, so I looked at the pictures briefly, and I never have looked at them again, and I won't share them anywhere, because it's oh. just, it's weird, it's not even that the pictures are so bad, they have a bad vibe to them. Yes, yes, uh, I've, I've read something very similar that we're actually dealing with entities now, you can go yeah. to the opposite extreme and sort of go, oh yeah, that could be right, but people yeah. who aren't spiritual aren't going to take that seriously, but yeah, I agree. I've seen some of that art, and I, as an artist, I'm starting to feel I, I thought it was going to be the last frontier that was not achievable by a computer, but I'm obviously wrong because some of that stuff that's being churned out is, is amazing art. And yeah. some was, of it's terrible, but there was some of a, it's amazing. There was a recent video scandal at a, an art contest where every single one mm -hmm. of the uh, pieces that won awards were generated by AI. And that led yes. to a massive banning of um, these places banning AI-generated art. But how would you ever tell? Um, very, very fascinating subject. I told Jackie I would keep us on track, so I'm going to try to do it, guys. Um, so if does anybody have any final thoughts on Justin's story, or are we okay to move on? I'd, lo I'd love to hear from Jackie about her story that she has brought. Yep. Go ahead. Okay. So if you guys have already heard this, don't burst my bubble. But um, the one thing that I heard from someone I'm working for this past week, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, but that Fidel Castro is Justin Trudeau's dad and father. Like he provided sperm to Justin Trudeau's mom to create the communist we all know as a Canadian, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> okay. And 
So one of the things is they said, uh, so I am going to actually, I know that you guys don't really like sharing stuff, but I would like to just show a couple of pictures for a quick second. So that way you guys can see it, which is kind of crazy. But let me just throw this out here. Justin Trudeau at Fidel Castro's funeral. So as we know, I've been to Cuba a couple of times, um, once in 2019 and once in 2020. And uh, the, the extreme poverty that is within that country, within the people, is crazy. And like during COVID and stuff like that, from one of my friends that's over there, it's like they were having a hard time getting food um, for that. So um, let's see here. Um, Sorry. Okay. So Justin Trudeau had said it is with, this is at Fidel Castro's funeral. It's with deep sorrow that I learned today of the death of Cuba's longest serving president. Fidel Castro was a larger than life leader who served his people for almost, I don't know how he served his people. I really feel like he served his own interests, but whatever. Okay. Fidel Castro, sir, was a, a legendary revolutionary and an orator, Mr. Castro made significant improvements to the education and healthcare of his island nation. First of all, um, before I go any further, I have uh, someone that I was communicating with uh, and kind of met over there who ended up going to the hospital. And he was a server that made very minimal money. And um, uh, he went to the hospital. Yes, he got medication while he was in the hospital but he had to go and get medication outside of the hospital and that was not provided for free okay so this is a personal experience so anyways while a controversial figure both mr castro supporters and detractors recognized his tremendous dedication and love for the cuban people who had a deep and lasting affection for el comandante i know my father was very proud to call him a friend and I had the opportunity to meet Fidel when my father passed away, which actually there's pictures of Fidel and Justin Trudeau's mom and Justin Trudeau as a baby. It was a real honor to meet his three sons, I mean, his half brothers and his brother, President Raul Castro during my, and his uncle uh, during my recent visit to Cuba. On behalf of all Canadians, Sophie and I offer our deepest condolences to the family, friends, and many, many supporters of Mr. Castro. You mean your dad. We join the people of Cuba today in mourning the loss of this remarkable leader. Remarkable how? Like totally taking a thriving country, a beautiful country with amazing, beautiful humans, and turning it into the one of the most poverty-stricken countries in the world? Is, that, is the, that what he I means by that? I think the United States might be responsible for that. Yeah. Uh, partly, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, partly, the blockade but, was, was didn't help. Okay, right. I'm not. Listen, we're not talking about the United States right now. However, he still, and we'll provide the links <laughs> for people to do their own research and come up with their own uh, stories and stuff like that. Can but, I ask you so, one somewhat related question? Sure, ask whatever. Yeah. Are you calling Michael Moore a liar? <laughs> Who's Michael Moore? Michael Moore? Um, he's a liar. Oh, Michael Moore? <laughs> yeah. You take that slide, Michael Bull. What? Why? What story are you talking about? 
he did a documentary where he went to Cuba to show how great their entire medical system is. You're kidding oh, me. Yeah, then I'm calling it? him a liar. Yeah. Am I am I making this up? No, I'm calling him a liar. I have I not heard of that one, but I mean he does do a lot of documentaries that Yeah, I, I could be making it up, but it I <clears throat> that's just what I remember. I know the, well, the movie you're talking about, but I didn't I didn't see that one. That was I, I assume it was his healthcare one. I didn't know he went to Cuba for it. Yeah, I believe that they showed footage of Cuba going like, look how great the socialized medicine here is. Um, but I'm okay. sorry. So before Jackie gets into the description here, I just want to say for not watching that Jackie is screen sharing and she is going to go into um, an article and some photos here. Yep, we need to describe and stuff. If you want to watch it, you'll be able to watch it either on Rumble or yeah, or on Spotify. So I here is an article. It now I can't say this. I'm gonna say that I found articles against saying that Justin Trudeau, that Castro was Justin Trudeau's dad, and then I found articles for it. So I found both. So people need to come up with their own conclusion. Okay. The links I'm providing, just because I love cons a good conspiracy. It's going to be for it, uh, but you can do your own research. That's what the internet's for. Okay, so it says, of course, Fidel Castro is Justin Trudeau's dad. Nobody has debunked anything. Now, no one said anything against it. Now, this website, which is called Medium or something like that, uh, I can't say, based off their grammar and stuff like that, it seems pretty uh, minimal as to the accuracy of this site. However, I'm only on here for the pictures. So here is the picture of Justin Trudeau's mom, mm, Fidel Castro and Justin Trudeau as a baby. In 1976, Fidel Castro holding Michael Trudeau next to an adoring Margaret while still on the tarmac, uh, the tarmac of their first official visit, allegedly. Their first official visit, instead of first visit. And it, she apparently she released a book about her different sexcapades, and apparently she went over to Cuba a couple a number of times without her husband after she met him. And currently, allegedly, her and her husband, Mr. Trudeau, were 20 years difference, and she was a young, vibrant, 20-something-year-old woman. Yes, she uh, she had quite a reputation, that lady, and she used, she used to hang out. She was quite a groupie, too. She used to hang out with uh, some of the rock stars back in the day. Um, yeah, she was quite. Rolling she stones. had quite a free lifestyle, so um, yeah, this is absolutely not beyond the realms of possibility. And I mean, let's look at the pictures. Pictures say it all, don't they? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they, they look so. Yeah, nineteen seventy-six Margaret insane. Trudeau. It's so it's insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with Trudeau with Keep both arms Keep around Del Castro's, still wearing the dress in which they first officially met. That must have been on the same day, but this is with uh, Justin Trudeau's mom, Margaret. Fidel Castro, of course, he has a cigar in his mouth, and Justin Trudeau's uh, non-biological dad. <laughs> but you guys can come to that own conclusion as you want. Uh, let's see here. In 1971, the Trudeaus took a second honeymoon, blah, 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 whatever. Anyways, so there's some additional pictures that we are showing here. Oh, wow. Look at that one. Him with the mustache and everything. Uh uh, yeah, look so, at that. I mean, so much alike. Similar <laughs> noses. You know, maybe, who knows? I mean, they could just both be 
whatever. But but I just thought this was kind of interesting as well. Like this right here. And 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 yeah, and Justin Trudeau to me looks more and more Spanish than he does French, personally. And this is sort of a grid or a collage comparison that Jackie's talking about here. Yeah, a hundred percent. So I would definitely check this out on rumble.com. Look at the one at the bottom. I don't like that they don't have him next to his non-biological dad here, the Trudeau. They should really, honestly, in this article, they should have, they should have added both, honestly. They're showing a regular picture of um, Justin Trudeau's dad. Yeah. But in this article, it just basically states that no one has ever debunked that. And um, I'm going to stop the share uh, that no one's ever debunked that. And they uh, just have, yeah. It's it's one of those things that is impossible to debunk unless you have some sort of like DNA um, matches. So it's, it's, you can't prove a negative. Um, And then um, just a couple of questions. I don't know if you, if you can answer them, how much you've looked into um the conspiracy but do we know wasn't the current justin prudeau uh the prime minister of canada wasn't his father also in politics um yeah his was dad was the man? previous prime minister oh it was so it was just yes. it was it was directly before he um this trudeau came in no i don't, know I don't it think it was directly before, before. there was one because or two in between here's my yeah. uninformed conspiracy theory that sounds good if you don't look into the facts is that was because I, um, <laughs> if Justin Trudeau's father was prime minister of Canada, when or near, um, um, Trudeau, like, uh, Justin Trudeau's, um, mom was pregnant, uh, in Cuba, then it's kind of one of those, it feels like a one of those like Russian KGB things where, like, uh, Justin Trudeau's mom gets pregnant with Castro. Uh, knowing that that son is in the right circles to grow up and become the prime minister and start <laughs> inflicting a world change. Because you got to remember, a lot of these places are, they're not thinking 10, 20 years ahead. They're thinking two, three generations ahead. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Or, or, I hope all that made sense. And so it wasn't just, just a drunken Pierre rambling. Trudeau served <laughs> as prime minister of Canada. No, from April 20th, 1968, to June 4th, 1979, and again from March 3rd, 1980 to June 30th, 1984. Yeah, that's okay. kind of weird. And when yeah. was and, so and when was it that um Trudeau's mom was in Cuba? Do you know that? Uh I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to do some more research. Nine months that. before Justin but, was born? Yeah, our audience. That's what I'm that. thinking. If they find this story interesting, they can do some more research yes. and look it up for themselves. Well, I personally love a good conspiracy. I like the fact that they look alike. So I've chosen to slide upon that they're related and that that's his dad, whether it's true or not. So someone else can figure out the truth. Well, this let me just, come up with. Um, how old is Justin Trudeau? I'm trying to pull it up right now. 1971. Yeah, he was born and in also- 1971. Uh, Justin, his father was prime minister starting in 68. Yep. So that and then when did him right and his up. mom get married? Hold on. When did Pierre uh, and and Margaret get married? I'm not sure. Hold on a second. Let's see. Hold on. Just I bet the you're pregnancy never gonna find, alone. 
sorry. I bet you're no, never going to find a picture of um, Justin as a toddler when he starts to talk and, uh, and uh, Castro because it'll be like, Daddy. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> That's a giveaway. <laughs> okay, so you said Gag that the kid. was in 1971. All and right, so he was spouse with Margaret from 1971 to 1984, and apparently she was already pregnant. He was born when in 1971? What did you say, Justin? I just had 1971. Oh, okay. I mean, it's one of those things where it's it's such a close time period that, I mean, I yeah. doubt we'll get exactly nine months at some point, uh, but you don't really need, you know, what's a couple months for a nice conspiracy. Yeah. And, but, yeah. And it's it's Justin Trudeau being um Fidel Castro's son. I mean, it's a pretty popular conspiracy theory. It says he was born in December of nineteen seventy one. December twenty fifth, Christmas Day. Yeah. Nineteen seventy one. The returned Messiah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no. No, no. Oh no. Could messiah. you imagine the false if that messiah. he ended up being that one leader? In the book of Revelations, that was like, this is the person that's going to take over that everybody loves. Nobody loves him, so he's a tyrant. So, Do you mean the Antichrist? Yeah. No, he's apparently been born 1996. Yeah, December 25th, <laughs> 1971. So, okay, all right. We can move on. Ashley, who's next? Oh, wait, let me ask you a question. Did you guys ever hear about that, though, about Trust and Troop Doe and, and, and Fidel Castro? Did you guys ever heard I've, about that I've before? I've heard yes. that, that rumor. Yep. I haven't read anything like you put up, though. I didn't <gasps> look any further. Yeah, yeah probably just... about a year ago, I suppose. I was looking into it a few months ago, actually. That's why I knew that uh, Mrs. Trudeau, his mum, was a bit of a floozy. Castro. Rolling yeah, Stones and people like that. That's good. That's good info. It's, okay. I just saw the picture, like someone told me and I saw the picture. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's probably right. We'll never know 100%, but yeah. Got the same it's a bit smile. like Diana yeah. me. red-headed bow. <laughs> it doesn't take much to convince you, Justin. Uh, whoever yeah, whoever we, argues we just... last is going to win. I'm sorry, uh, go ahead. Yeah, we can just move on to Brewski Bruce. <clears throat> okay, so we'll pick back up here then. All right, everyone. Thank you for that. And now we are moving on to Bruce's story. Well, I've got the ACIP, which is the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices at the CDC. They voted 15 to 0 to approve the mRNA COVID shots for the child childhood immunization schedule. So that means they're going to uh, most likely start requiring it at schools if the CDC recommends it, which is insane. Yeah, this is terrible news to me. Um, So Ron, go ahead. I I was just going to say Ron DeSantis of Florida has already come out and said that it will not nor ever be a requirement for anything in Florida. Right. I don't know if any uh, anyone else has come out with that statement, but since DeSantis is like the COVID state, right. um, 
He's, he's the only one that really gets says it first. Hell no, right? Florida, and that's the one that gets publicized the most. It's it's one of those things where they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna be the CDC's recommendation, and they're, the schools will say we're just following the CDC's recommendation, and the CDC gets to say, uh, it's up to the school. We're just recommending it, you know. But it comes at a, at an awfully strange time where I just recently read another article talking about how. Nobody wants to take the shots anymore and they're losing money. So there's a lot of people who, who are, who are screaming, you know, you have to take the vaccine or you're going to kill people. And now they're the same people that when you say, well, I, it didn't work. And they say, well, no, it's just to keep you out of the hospital. And that kind of kills their whole argument and any reason for this to happen. Like there's no, it's out there now. Sure. You, I don't think it does shit except maybe kill you but um it doesn't doesn't stop you from doing spreading it so there's no need for this except for they're losing so now they're losing money the article i read phrased it as it's coming down to it's it's going to level off with the people that take the yearly flu shot are going to be the same it's going to be those kind of numbers for the people that take the covid shot so now they're talking about hiking up the price of the COVID shot. And there's also people that say it's free, but it's, we all know everybody in here. No, the tax is paying right. for it. Nothing. The, if the, gov free. the government pays for it, it's not free. So right now they were, my numbers might be a little off, but they're, they're close to somewhere around $30 a dose. So if you go get a shot, the government's paying Pfizer or Moderna or whatever, 30 bucks for that dose. But because they're they're we'll call it sales are down so low. They're talking about quadrupling the price to $110 to $140 a dose. And on top of that, adding it to the childhood vaccine schedule forces children to buy your vaccine is what is what that is. So that's gonna that's like guaranteed sales for them. And guaranteed immunity. Right. Exactly. I forgot about that part. And they're also, once it goes on that schedule, they have zero liability for any of it. Just a quick point about um, when I looked into the vaccines at some length, the different ones, they all have slightly different storage requirements as well. And some of them are very hefty energy requirement type storage, as in they have to be stored at minus such and such per yes, really temperature cold. dose. There's, there's a whole ritual they've got to go through when they thaw out the vaccine and it can only be stored at room temperature for two hours maximum, blah, blah, blah. So they have to move this stuff on. It's going to have a certain amount of life. So yeah, right. I just and wanted there, to mention that. There's on, on top of that, there's also millions of vaccines that have just been sitting around because nobody wants them anymore. And they exactly. Have to, a lot they of them have, have been disposed of. They have to of, destroy actually. them because they're expired. Yeah. So they're losing money and they're just finding a way to force people to buy their stuff. Exactly. So as a dad, Brewski Bruce, what are your thoughts about that? Like, how do you fuck, feel about it? Fuck no. Yeah. Mm. My, wife, my wife said she's going to start homeschooling if it comes to that, but good. depending on where, but I mean, I'm sure it's going to be one of those things where like everything else now, it's like, sure, there's going to be some places that are forcing you to do it or trying to force you to do it. And you're going to have the places like DeSantis where he says, hell no, come to Florida. We won't make, you know, it's going to be, everything is broken up into things like that. It seems like these days where it's like, come over here. We won't make you take the poison. And 
Yeah, and what and what they do is they they bring out this absolutely outrageous requirement, and then they get everyone kind of fired up about that, and to the point of they're used to thinking about it, and then they bring it back a little bit, so everyone goes, oh, that's much better. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they like the Overton window, but it's still outrageous. Yeah, it's like they they yeah they make it a lot worse, and and then they bring it down a little bit, so you accept it. You know, it's like... exactly. Yeah. Mm. It'll be um, interesting to see if the re- if I assume that the Republicans are going to have a massive wave in November uh, if voting actually makes a difference. And uh, there's a <laughs> lot of Republicans that are out there saying that they're going to hold uh, Fauci and the CDC accountable for all of the mi- let's just call it mishaps that's been put out over the last three hey, years. They're going to do that right after the Trump locks up Hillary. And yeah, they drain the swamp. What I thought of was, uh, you know, uh, keep your doctor, you know, you want to keep your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Yep. Exactly. It's like you can't believe a word that they say nah. or uh, Obamacare in general. How yeah. long did they tell us that they were going to repeal Obamacare? First time, you know, Republicans hold all three offices. They basically codify it into law. Yeah, it's, it's and- all it's all bullshit. And and uh, the, the whole uh, that makes me so angry more than anything else about the whole covid thing is the mandating it for children right is, is gonna just oh it's, that's gonna it's drive insanity. me the way, the way that they they made it sound yeah. like you have to get it or you're killing people turned out that was bullshit and then the same people that were screaming that are like no it's just to keep you out of the hospital and it's like okay well now you're saying that so so it's bullshit yeah. So you can't. So forcing people to get it is your argument that you have now is null and void. Yep. Right. The covering, because truth, the covering you still think you should bullshit. make my kid take it? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Pardon my language. Truth doesn't change. Truth is truth. A fact, that's and if that's hundred percent fact, it stays consistent. Well, that's and the yes, other thing I mean that I want to change. I wanted to throw out there also that I believe it's Denmark has no long they are no longer offering the shot to um children of a certain age probably 12 or under which is is still too low in my opinion i think no one should have gotten these but um so that's the thing is that you have other places that are setting the precedent of they are not giving this to their children and that's why this is even more disturbing um on top of all the other stuff all the other lies about the effectiveness and the lies about um you know the safety and the efficacy and all of that stuff but other places are actually stopping this recommendation and then florida um the attorney general i i guess is who it is um uh, I'm surgeon general Surgeon General, yes, thank you. Um, they are also not recommending it to quote healthy kids, but they even said boys from teen to younger, they didn't recommend it because and, of the myocarditis issues. And they got kicked off of Twitter for that. Yes, they did. Yeah, or his account locked or something. Temporarily, they had to let him back on, but they did try to shut that down. It was just a weird oversight they had. Yeah. Nothing to see. Move along, right. folks. Well, the, right. the good news is one. I think the last time I checked, it was one point five percent of the people that got the initial uh, COVID vaccines are going for more boosters. Yes, it's it's definitely very unpopular, and they're they're losing money, and they're talking about quadrupling the price. 
But I really, I think losing money is a weird way of saying it because uh, I, yes, I know they're just going to, uh, we're paying for it. Right. Like if, if they suffer a hundred billion dollar deficit on vaccines, the federal government's, oh, well, here's 200 billion. Yeah, let me Sorry for that. your troubles. Making, making less money. I didn't mean to say losing money. Can I get 200 they, billion? They might... Sorry for my troubles. I'm just wondering, <laughs> can I do that? They might be able to get a loan from Zelensky. Right. <laughs> He's got the money, or Soros. I mean, they're they're truly they're truly criminals, and everyone for like, uh, y'all remember when everyone hated the pharmaceutical companies for the oxycotton uh, yes. debacle, saying like, oh yes. no, this is not addictive at all. Yeah. And now uh, opiate overdoses is, I believe, the number one cause of death between people like eighteen to thirty four or something. It's How can you not trust the government? And, and they, all of a sudden trust them when it comes to like this stuff right here. Well, and they got fined hundreds of millions of dollars, but it was still, uh, le- they got fined less money than they made by a long yeah. shot. They got a speeding uh, ticket. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry, we won't do that again. Meanwhile, uh, Johnson and Johnson, I believe, was selling... <laughs> Uh, baby powder with like asbestos in it or something. Oh, yes, and they knew about it. Yeah, Yeah, they knew about it. They knew about it knowingly. Yeah, but oh no, no, we can do the vaccine now. We've it's it's legit this time. Nothing to see here. Well, there's there's a meme that you see online, uh, and along the Liberty Circle, it's like, I love how like the the FDA, the CDC, the FBI, and the CIA committed all these atrocities in the 60s, 70s. 80s, 90s, aughts, 10s, and 20s, and no one was ever held Still accountable. Still 30s, 40s to come. But they're all good now, even though no one was held accountable. Yeah, they, they would never Trust do us that again. now. We've learned our lesson. We, had, we, we sent ourselves to a nice long time out. <laughs> In the corner. Even though you're the same criminals that have done the same shit over and over again, and you're so just interested in power, and you don't give a shit about people, right? And then if you seen, there was like a documentary or whatever I saw, where it was like, how these pharmaceutical companies, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and um, all these organizations have utilized people, and have gone into like Africa, they've gone into the they did the Tuskegee experiment in freaking Alabama. They also had went into orphanages and foster homes for these kids that allegedly when the AIDS epidemic came out and with kids who didn't even have AIDS and they were freaking testing out the ATZ drug, these yeah. ex- cancerous drug. Huh? Look into, look into the CDC's experiments in Panama in the 60s and 70s. So that's out of uh, American territories. They were able to get buck wild over there. Yeah, that's right. that's, that's heavy duty shit. They went down. And it's like, there. you've done all this fucked up shit. All this fucked yeah. up shit where you've done atrocities. That was a long time ago. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter. <laughs> I know. I'm They've joking. done a trust, and, and this shit's going to come out too, right? People How can change, we have videos Jackie. of people just dropping dead? Jackie, dropping just, dead. Just the myocarditis. They, all of a sudden, they were healthy. They took the fucking vaccine, and now you can't put any of this shit on YouTube, obviously, Keel. But, no. uh, and then oh, all no, of a sudden, no. they're just fucking dropping dead of heart issues. I've had open heart surgery, I was born with a heart defect. You know what I mean? I've experienced that shit. 
Jackie, okay. just because yeah. I cheated on you 12 times and had kids from six other different baby mamas, this time, I'm really not. I am all about you. I would never You're think awesome. about cheating I on you I appreciate it. Thank you for the gaslighting, Justin. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it, I mean real, they talk to us like we're an abused spouse. Like, yeah. that's, that's really what it is. Shit. All right, everybody. Go somewhere else with that. It's Justin. grooming. Okay, okay, okay. All right. All right, I just want to plug yes. the real Dr. Fauci documentary by yeah. R- RFK. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Robert Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. That had some so, of the stuff Jackie was just talking about towards the yeah. end there. Yep. Yeah. So definitely and, check that out. You can find it online for free. The and real really, Dr. this Fauci. is. And we'll have uh, that in the show notes by our Terry Canary. Okay. Sorry, Ashley Keel. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. I, well, and I was just going to say. Uh, <laughs> As far as this goes, it really is a topic that would be good to maybe even do an entire episode because there's so many deceptions that people just don't know about that would be really interesting to hit on for further research. And um, yes, moving on from that, thank you very much, Keel. All right. How many of you guys are big time skiers, snow skiers? Not I me. Skateboarded. All of you. I'm from Florida. I can see. I skateboarded. I'm from Florida. As a I've never snow skied in my life. Thing. I've never seen snow. What? Never seen snow? Whoa. Like not, in person? Not in real life. I'm going to say. I was going to say. Wait. You have, you've never watched a Christmas movie? Mm. <laughs> Early, yeah, they well. have snow <laughs> in Australia, don't they? It's like somewhere, right? Yeah, I, I avoid it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Too cold. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, anyway, so in anyway. Colorado, they have lots of skiing, and there's a, a big ski resort town called Vail, if you've ever heard of that. Uh, so the uh, company that owns one of these resorts is uh, five years into this plan to build uh, affordable housing for mostly for the people that work in the resort, and it's something like 6,000 units, right? And this apartment building they're going to put up on a five acre plot of their own privately owned land that's already got all of the zoning and everything taken care of. Well, suddenly the there's a, a few new people in this, the city council and they're just trying to shut that shit down. They're claiming building uh, something on this five acre land is going to disrupt that land for the bighorn sheep that live there on the mountain and they're they're uh the they're fighting with the uh the resort and they're about to step in and do pull an eminent domain on them and just take (gasps) the land from them do you want to get killdozed because that's how you get killdozed thank you ashley that's where i was going to go with this are we about (laughs) to see a killdozer on skis incident over this because it's you know, wildly unacceptable. Who um, are these these people that are trying to shut it down? They, they probably work for somebody that's going to build something on there that's going to disrupt the land after. Yeah, anyways. Stake, <laughs> my guess was going to be stakeholders in other ski industry businesses around the localities. They Maybe put a Walmart up there that sells skis. Yeah, but it's uh, the the town of Vale is is pushing for this to just be completely shut down. And it's crazy because five years ago, they they had already agreed to it. Like all of the paperwork was signed. They were, you know, the resort was about to start breaking ground on this huge project, which 
apparently the town needs because they're running out of housing and they're just saying, nope, not anymore. And it's only a five acre uh, plot of land that they want to develop here out of, they, they, they own something like 50 something acres and uh, half of that is dedicated to leaving open as open wilderness for the bighorn sheep. But this one section, they negotiated to have available for development. And now the city is just completely switching it, switching gears and saying, nope, now you can't do that. But they, they are allowing or have allowed in this five-year period that they've been working on this thing, luxury homes have been built on the, on the mountain in the area, the same area that's supposed to be there to protect to be available for the bighorn sheep so they're so, allowing these luxury homes but they don't want this affordable housing to go up with outrageous so it's, basically it what, what it sounds like to me is that they realize that they can make more money um by getting property taxes off of these mega mansions and luxury houses that they're building uh, than they would have gotten from that property being used as just a sole like one you know industry we lost that might be, that's what it sounds like we lost yeah, they, they might yeah. get two three four million dollars in property taxes from that one building but they will uh get multiple times that from a bunch of different properties uh, and that's we were just getting to the juicy parts with the when we lost i know he should have stayed but, on and not worried about him at least he was frozen with a smile on his face you know what i mean <laughs> i have a couple no. i wrote down a couple notes on his story real quick though um one is that this is the kind of case i hope that that they have good legal representation because it's it's outrageous um and that's just the kind of case that uh institute for justice would handle so hopefully maybe someone got in contact with them but it's they're a busy nonprofit profit that are constantly trying to work uh against yeah, government no overreach uh um i would like you to mean know the whether there's any kind of overreaches Sorry. the government overreaches really well, where does that happen let uh, well i'm glad you asked because hopefully next week but if not next week the next week after next week i'm gonna have a massive story on um civil asset forfeiture which is the biggest Ooh the wor one of the worst things that the government does to us but let me digress and head back to stella uh, i just wanted to know whether there might have been some roots in the whole green zone sort of situation here whether some sort of esgs at stake here something along those lines yeah um, that's what i was thinking dug, if you dug deep enough you'd probably find some roots there somewhere to you know black Plus stone black rock Klaus Schaub was was planning on having getting one of his properties on that mountainside. Probably. Had to It's hard to know who's being satirical these days because all these ridiculous things sound like jokes. So that yeah. that is called <laughs> Poe's Law. And I don't have the direct definition in front of me, but it's basically um it is impossible to tell reality from satire anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And it, it's 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 especially true on like facebook and twitter um like there's actually a girl that her mom convinced in elementary school um that her daughter was 
identified as a kitten, so they had to put a litter box in the girl's bathroom for her to use. <laughs> that sounds like a Babylon B article, Wait, right? say that one more time, yeah. please. Say that one more time. A child identifies as a cat. So her mom made the, made the school put a litter box in the bathroom for her to use. And let me just say, I actually worked at an elementary school for many years doing custodial and maintenance work. And the second someone asked me to change a litter box, I would have been out there in a heartbeat. Yep. Like, that's nope. not very inclusive, Justin. That's bigotry. Oh. You know what? Yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> I am a bigot. Well, Catist. Here's here's my favorite thing is the word like homophobe or transphobe or anything phobe. Catophobe. Phob phobia means fear. I'm not afraid of these freaks. I'm disgusted by them. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Freakophobia. Like, don't Kino, don't this tell cannot me, go on YouTube. Don't tell me that <laughs> I'm some sort of 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 LGBT foe because I'm disgusted that you let your daughter shit in a fucking litter box. <laughs> I'm disgusted. That's by disgusting. You. That's You're disgusting. And then where does the being. toilet paper go? Because you still gotta wipe yourself off with toilet paper, especially as a girl. Yeah, it's I mean, like, why are parents we can't lick not ourselves. correcting this behavior and saying, oh. hello, <laughs> you're a human being well, you and know, not a cat. Husband. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This it's definitely just, can't go on YouTube. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's it's really like you literally can't tell satire from reality anymore. Uh, I, I have a question. If Kiel gets back on, do we know where he left off? No, it doesn't matter because we've pretty much moved on. <laughs> we need to. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm a literal drug and I don't even remember what his story was about. Oh, we Same are thing. off the rails. Okay. His, his story was about an apartment building that was... Oh, right, right, right. And I'm, while I, I was plugging the Institute for Justice, which is a nonprofit um, group of attorneys that constantly fight for Americans that can't afford to fight back against government for things like uh, asset civil for forfeiture or the government trying to steal your land, anything like that. And if I don't know if everyone knows this, but Amazon that everyone uses, they have a program called Amazon Smile. And you can set that up mm. so that every time you make a purchase, it will uh, send a donation to the charity of your choosing, which is yeah. a great way to or to the nonprofit of your choosing. Yeah, but it hang doesn't on necessarily a have to be a tyranny. Yeah, I mean, hang I would on, definitely recommend like the Institute for Justice because they really do save lives. Yeah, I, I did um, look into actually, that Amazon Smile thing, and uh, one of the one of the, a couple of the charities were like the WEF, for instance. Yeah, if you look into the WEF, you'll realize. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you actually, what were you going to say before Justin interrupted? I I don't know anymore. <laughs> let me, let me no, we were going to move on to we were going to move on to Stella. Yeah, we can move right. on to Stella, and hopefully, Kiel will uh, join us. Okay, well, this is this is the last uh, little takeaway story. Um, I thought since we seem to have a few 
listeners that uh, possibly might have been listening as favours to family members or what have you, but that they, they may have become converts. Um, the veils may be lifting. That's the impression I get. Um, I think we're a pretty nice sort of medium between the really heavy deep dive type podcasts and your everyday conversationalists. So that's where I sort of think that we sit. Um, so in that sense, uh, I thought there might be a few people who are seeing things uh, for what they really are, like the mainstream media, um, and they might be thinking, well, where do I go from here? Uh, a lot of these people don't have a lot of time to do big deep dives. So I thought there was a, I, I was looking for a nice medium, which is um, just inviting people to look at the mainstream news differently. The mainstream news is something that's quite difficult to leave if you've always looked at it your whole life and you've been brought up in a generation that always relies on the news. It's, it's a hard one to break free from. So instead of actually breaking free from it, just look at it differently. So I started making a few notes about how to do that. And I, I basically brought it down to five points, which is five W's, the who, what, why, when, and where. So I'm just going to run through those five points really quickly and hope that it might help people to look at the news from a different angle. So I'd start with the who. Uh, if you wanted to do a little bit of research about um, reading a news article, look at look at who wrote the article, look at who's publishing that article, look at who other publishers have, uh, have possibly done the same article in the same script. Um, look at the contributors that of the people that have published that article, who funds the people that publish the article, etc. So always look at where it's come from. Um, the what's, what is the article? What, what's the item that they're trying to get across to you? What's the main point that, that's being pushed? What's the repetition throughout the article? You can't just read the, the title and the bullet point and then think that you've read the article because a lot of it lies right at the end um, of the, the takeaway that they want you to, well, the truth often lies at the end, mm. doesn't it? Where people generally don't get to. Um, so looking at things like that, then we move on to like the why, why is that article there at this particular point in time? What is it trying to, um, uh, support? What narrative is it supporting? Is it, is it preparing you for something that's to come? Um, just taking those little things into mind. Um, it's very similar to when similar sort of thing. Why, why do they want your attention on this now? Um, is, it, is it a distraction from something else? Look around at other things. Um, what's coming? What's around the corner? Like, like an article I read the other day, they're talking about a New Zealand volcano that has no, it doesn't look like it's going to go off, hasn't gone off for something like 20,000 years. So why was it there? <laughs> Half the time it's, it's just there to maintain the element of fear. So that's something that you've always got to keep in mind as well. And the last W is where, um, where, mm. where is the story based? Why is it based in that part of the world or why is it based um, at that particular place? Look around you, what's going on around you. Is there someone you know in that area that can verify things? Like for instance, the floods that were just in Victoria and Tasmania here in Australia. I know a couple of people in Victoria and Tasmania. So I rang them to verify because there was, lots of stories about the media making it out to be much worse than it really is. So, so I rang those people to find out. So there's just different ways you can look at the news. Don't just read the news article and go, Oh, that's what they're telling me. It must be true. Look at it from different, different angles. Um, the whole who thing, who's written it, etc. that can take you off on 
a myriad mm. of rabbit holes, especially like the, uh, what's funding. their agenda, right? Totally. Um, also looking for things like symbols, uh, repetition patterns uh, that can tell you a whole bunch of things. So reading between the lines, um, looking at what they're not telling you as well. It's just a matter of being aware of the whole angles. Don't look at things as face value. So I'm just trying to sort of get people who aren't really used to um, digging or researching. I'm just trying to give them a way of a different way of looking at what they're fed every day. If it's hard for them to walk away from the news and it is, I know a lot of people who find it hard to give up the news, even though they say they're all awake and everything, they still refer to the news on a daily basis. Well, and that's, it's like, oh, yeah, but I look at it differently. It's like, well, I hope so. <laughs> Stop that's sharing right. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth is so important. 100%. Mm. Yeah, you gotta, you got to not be – you got to look and not be blind. You've got you to listen and not be deaf, you know. Again, the devil's in the details. Yeah, and I really like that layout. Stella, I think that's a very good place to start. And, you know, I think the overall theme of that is – question everything and and go and run through these questions that Stella recommended um because you really there are going to be patterns overall from from like several different stories being or several different um stories going over the same subject in different spots you'll hear an, an example that I have of that right now is the situation with Kanye West so they're all covering him and you know they're saying that his statements were anti-semitic then there are other stories that are popping up about anti-semitism so that's a pattern that I'm seeing mm. and what I'm asking myself is why I mean I think I know the answers because it, mm -hmm. it serves their purpose in some way but basically like oh boy okay so we have anti-semitism on the table now and it's popping up here 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 and here well what else do we know about the goals and yep. what else can we tie that in with so yeah totally don't yeah. get me started on the JQ. The last, the, there's another thing that I really, really want to um, sort of top all this off. With you. So you've got the who, what, why, when, and where, but always, always 100% every time follow the money because that is the, the, the big key. It's all about money. Follow the money, who funds who. You will be surprised how many people are being funded by the same people. And it's always the same, uh, the repeat offenders. But uh, I just want to say... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, the Gates Foundations, all those people, the, the usual suspects. Um, uh, James Corbett, who's an excellent researcher, just recently put out an episode. Um, it was called Wiki Spooks and Little Sis. Uh, if you go to CorbettReport.com, you'll be able to find it there. It's also on different podcast sites. So it's Wiki Spooks and Little Sis. He gives some excellent um, examples of how he does some of this kind of research. So before he's even looking at the story, he's looking at who wrote it, where it's come from, etc. So it's all just as important. Um, there's also different things you can use to search things. Like we all know that if you put things in inverted commas, you'll get specific things. If you put a plus sign between words, you'll get specific words. Uh, you can put minus signs to exclude words. So do a Google search on how to master a Google search, how to hack searches, etc. Um, there's ways you can learn how to research, not just sit there and be fed gluttonous ridiculous crap it's even uh, if you're using google you can learn to use google uh yes. using their different search features like 
um, setting time dates or using quotation marks or just searching a specific website. Uh, it's pretty There's also easy advanced to pick up. settings. Yeah, advanced yep. under under Google settings, you go to advanced search. You can be really specific in there. A lot of people don't know that's there. It's really really helpful tool. That's good. And also I, I would sell people, tell people to keep in mind, if you are using Google or something like that, then you have to know that they are going to suppress the truth as much as possible. So you might be able to find some good articles, but they, they are suppressing the truth and, and information that they don't want you to have. There was exactly. a search engine that I found recently that was supposed to be um, actually anonymous, like DuckDuckGo claimed they, that they were. I'm going to try and see if I can figure out what it was because it was a while ago, and I'll see if uh, Terry wouldn't mind posting it in the show notes because it, from my first results, it seemed like it was pretty decent. Was it, um, was it Ask Jeeves? <laughs> it was <laughs> not. <laughs> no, um, Justin, that's probably Brave. Is it the Brave no, it browser? Was, it wasn't brave. It was a new one that, um, if I remember right, was open source. Um, but I will, I will look into it. Yeah, DuckDuckGo is I, compromised. I did want to let everyone know also that all of Stella's bullet points will be in our show notes, or uh, a tag yep. or something will be there, so you can find those um, to reference as you begin your questioning journey. Quest. I'm sorry. <laughs> the questioning was, quest. It was freespoke.com, a new kind of search engine. So I'm not going to vouch for it, but give it a uh, try. Yeah. If if we can get away from Google, every Google search you make gives them a little bit more money. Yes, so that's if, another if thing. Also, that's another thing you need to bear in mind too with uh, new searcher people or new people who are just starting to look into things beyond the surface is bear in mind that whatever you type into your search engine is going to be recorded. So just be careful. <laughs> yep. It's just like the CIA shut down its LifeLock um, website the day that Facebook was created, which was, that was a website to track you. in. Yeah, LifeLock. Yep. Yep. Same that's day. Right. Same day. Okay. All right. So I'm going to just throw this out there. Like Ashley's going to go over everything that we have, like with all of our sites and stuff like that. But I'm sorry. I can't. So if you want to join our discord, you definitely need to discord that because I mean, join it. You'll be able to get that. Ashley will give you the link for that. But um, you're going to be able to get some hilarious memes and some funny sarcasm. And this is not for the lighthearted. It's for people who have a sense of humor, have thick skin, and aren't, uh, you know, women's vaginas. So, uh, or kitty so, cats. So no Amy Schumer. Or identify as. Yeah, or it's people that identify as kittens. So uh, one of the persons in our group posted something like a meme that said urine therapy it said i've been doing urine drops in my eyes and holding a glass of urine over my eyes for short durations throughout the day this is someone that actually posted this on facebook my eyes are getting red and discharging large amount large amounts of pus i was wondering if anyone else went through this okay they show a picture of themselves with their eyes bloodshot red so someone responded <laughs> that is called detox Keep doing it with fresh urine, and the redness will dish, and the redness and discharge will stop. Well, oh my gosh! Here's the thing: 
this is our enemy that wants to rule over us, and I am not impressed. Give me, give me a more impressive enemy, please. This is pathetic. But I will say, I do believe that the comment was, I at least back to Poe's Law, where satire and re reality are indistinguishable. Um, I like to assume that comment was a tool job. Yeah. Uh, that who knows? Anyways, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that is like some of the sarcastic humor that people have the opportunity to enjoy. So <laughs> go, go uh, take it away, Ashley. All right, everyone. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that episode of Not Your Mama's News. And I wanted to give you a little information on where you can find us and reach out and touch base with us after the episode. You can find us at unionoftheunknowns at gmail.com for our email. You can find basically everything you want to know at our website, unionoftheunknowns.com. You can also call and leave hate mail for Justin. And or that love is mail for everyone else. <laughs> everyone else wants love mail. I'll, I'll take either. <laughs> I'll take so platonic mail. <laughs> okay, so you can send a voicemail, hate or otherwise, to 404-482-3130. Again, that is 404-482-3130. You can also find us on Discord, Twitter at Union Unknowns. And um, again, our main website has everything that you need to be able to find us. We also have clips on YouTube and our videos are uploaded to Rumble. So um, I think that's everything, everybody. Can, can I ask you one question, Ashley? And yeah. I probably should know this. Can that phone number receive text messages as well? Yes. Well, it sure can. <laughs> so feel free to text us too. We will Perfect. definitely play it on the show, and you can remain anonymous or you can become famous. Your choice. Did you guys ever yeah, resolve that other. insurance There's, issue with that lady? That you no <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving her on red for two more months. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a great, have a fantastic night. Yep. Bye. See you, everyone. See Not Your Mama's News has been a production of the Union of the Unknowns podcast. New episodes are available weekly on all your favorite podcasting networks.